Welcome to the Mouse Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with the Disney twist. We are your hosts, Jennifer. Hi. Juliana. Hey. And Lori, that's me. Today, we are excited to have a special guest, Alana Robinson, who is on Instagram and TikTok, um, known as Alana Fofana, which was uh, formerly known as Disney Mom 2.0. Alana is a Florida resident, mom of two, annual pass holder, runner, and overall Disney fanatic who brings love to all things Disney to her Instagram page of over 32,000 members and TikTok page of over 58,000 followers. Alana, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Welcome to the fun. (laughs) The party. I love it. Welcome to the party. Um, Before we start talking to you, we always do a cocktail or what we call a master cocktail. Um, So we do love to ask our guests um, about their favorite cocktail. Um, So what do we got? Yeah, so we... So, Alana, you told us about the bottomless mimosa, which we can always get behind. Yeah. I mean, I love any bottomless cocktail, and this is certainly <laughs> gluten-free. It and is. you can even turn this into something, like, really exciting by throwing some gin in there, right? Can't you have gin? I think they have other drinks at Steakhouse 71, which is where you can find the bottomless mimosa. Um, I just prefer it because I like to walk on over to Magic Kingdom after <laughs> <laughs> we do you your water bottle <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that no. so what what's nice is you they serve traditionally the mimosa with orange juice the typical way to do it but if you're if you're nice to your server you can ask for a little pog juice on the side and have a pog mimosa instead those are fantastic. I love pog mimosas. They are we, like didn't we festival. have these in Epcot? Yeah. Yes. It was everyone's it. favorite. Yeah. But this one is unlimited for our twenty for under twenty dollars. So I mean that apparently you can get a bottomless but I'm sorry, let me try that again. Apparently you can get a bottomless mimosa at several locations at Walt Disney World. I, I'm actually not aware of any other one. I think this might be it. I I found it on several um, menus now. Well, not all the time, though. Like Chef Art Smith's does it for their brunch. Right. Um, And the Edison and Wine Bar George now do it on Sundays as well. So I have to tell you. I I don't I don't count Disney Springs. That's just me. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But is it available every day at Steakhouse Seventy One? It is. Yeah. Like only, all day, every day? Oh no, it's only for the breakfast seating, which I believe the last seating is at eleven a.m. Possibly just okay. before eleven a.m. You buy your Tron Lightning Lane for one p.m. After in. bottomless mimosas. Yes. Maybe not oh, smart it's like a thirty-second ride. It yes. will be tried. That's it's true. absolutely more fun after visiting Steakhouse. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could get behind that, I guess. I could get behind that. I mean, tough life. Um, all right. So now that we're our bellies are full of alcohol, <laughs> let's really bring on the chaos. So, Alana, I have a funny story to tell you. Uh-oh. I feel I'm going to feel like a little bit of a stalker here, but I've been following you, following your account since December 2020 
because that is when you posted that epic video of you dancing around the Magic Kingdom like a dreidel. Oh, and oh, that was me as a menorah. I was a menorah. As a menorah. My, as a menorah. My daughter yes. is dressed up as the dreidel. Yes. Oh my God. I, I, I've been in love with you ever since. <laughs> so thank you. That's so sweet of you to say. That was I knew li literally I looked at that and I'm like, this girl is my spirit animal and I need to do this. First of all, it was 2020. So you were in a mask in your menorah costume and you were just being a total goofball. And I'm like, oh my God, she needs to be the fourth mask mom. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. I actually was scrolling Amazon and I saw that costume, I guess we'll call it a costume. And I said, there's no, there's absolutely no way I'm not buying this. I thought I thought of the Friends episode actually with Ross like dressing up as the Hanukkah and, armadillo, yes, and I was like, I said at the very least I'll wear this for my children and they'll get a kick out of it and enjoy it on Hanukkah. Oh no! But then I I realized as the giant tree went up in Magic Kingdom that there just wasn't anything. I I at first I thought I would um, go to each of the resorts and do a menorah hunt and see how many I could find on property, which is still like, like I might two. do that. <laughs> no, actually they have them at every single resort front desk. They do, but they're and hard to find unless they you are. know to look for them. They are, and then they have them at guest relations at each of the parks, but it just sort of pales in comparison to that enormous tree. So I think you should, how big is this costume? I oh think God, you should put you it on to watch this video. and do like a where's Waldo, like have someone take aerial pictures of you in the crowd at various places <laughs> in Disney world. And you can do like, where's the menorah. <laughs> that would be amazing. I literally just stood next to the tree for a few minutes just to see if anybody would say anything to me. So that, <laughs> that mean... was the extent. And then I, I had a, a friend of mine, Julie, she dressed up in a Christmas tree costume and we started skipping down Main Street together. So. I, I, I mean, it. epic. It was fantastic. I think this Thank year, you. I think you need to bring it out every year. I think I've seen yes. that you brought it out. Yes. I think every, every year to, it makes an appearance. Yes. And every year I think you need to up the challenge. Yes. Well, I, I think I last year, or I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, I did a, a dance like the sleigh bell dance or whatever in it. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I think, I'll figure I think it you out. You should try to see if one of the characters will wear it with you and do like a twinsie. They won't. They'll get fired if they if I ask them to do that. That's true. <laughs> I care too much about cast members. I know. I'm trying to think of something like over the top, but I don't know. Just you dancing around Main Street in that costume is, I think. Thank you. Maybe I'll wear it to not so scary. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the what that's I was actually afraid I would get into trouble because you're not supposed to be wearing a costume if you're over the age of 14. But I didn't think that anybody would confuse me for a princess dressed as a yeah. menorah. So I mean, not yet. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've aged out of that category as well. Maybe fairy godmother. But it's oh. like my dream. Yeah, oh, well, I, know, right? I mean, it's fantastic. So that's where I first saw you. And I was like, I need to watch this girl because she's going to well, do thank you. things. Thank you. <laughs> and um, I've been letting you down since. No, thank no you. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So Alana, you started on Instagram 
I did. Um, I went way back and kind of read your first couple of posts just to kind of blog about your Disney adventures and about raising a family and going to Disney all the time. And also, it looks like you started it to kind of be able to open the doors of communication and chatting about kids with disabilities and and having food allergies and all the things in Disney, which we love because we kind of did that as well. We, we kind of expanded our love for Disney and our frustrations with parenting (laughs) to combine into this chaos that you see today. So we do appreciate that, but tell us about why you started your Instagram. I know you've moved on to TikTok now, which is so intimidating. God bless you. But um, <laughs> tell us about I, your beginnings. I actually love TikTok. I think oh, it's it's a wild me. place. Yeah, I, I love the uh, unpredictability of it. So um, we, I actually started the account when I was still living in New York. Um, and I was envious of everybody who got to visit the parks daily. And I kind of it was a, a vision of mine, a goal of mine to be one of those people one day. Um, I was dealing with a lot at home. Um, my son does have a disability and he has a, I've talked about it before, he has a bleeding disorder and it got really serious when he uh, was about two, three years old and I just needed a distraction. I needed something to take my mind off of Um what I was dealing with on a daily basis. And Disney w- sort of answered the call for me. Answered the call? All right. Anyway, as, it, um, as it does often. I, does anybody miss that song? I kind of miss yes. that song. <laughs> I, I do miss that song. No, of course you do. <laughs> I do. I also, I unpopular opinion, perhaps, I also really miss Enchantment. Okay, said it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so, you know, it was one of those things that, I put it out there into the universe. My, we we started visiting uh, with my kids um, as, as a family. We started visiting Disney when my youngest was two. So that would have been in 2016, 2017. Um, I had been as a child and, and growing up with my own family, but I didn't get to experience it with my own kids until my youngest was two and my son was five and a half or so. And he had been through all kinds of trauma, as did I. And bringing him to the parks, seeing his reaction to everything, it really was magical. Mm-hmm. It was magical. Um, to have this kid who was you know, in and out of the hospital, dealing with things I couldn't even imagine, and just you know, letting all of that go. The first few times, if I remember correctly, he was even in a wheelchair. Um, but we 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 had a great time and and it's because of the accessibility at disney world for people with disabilities that we were able to just sort of leave all of that stress at home and enjoy ourselves it's sort of something that many of us take for granted right that disney world is a place where all of us can let our cares go and it's magical for everyone but you don't realize that how how that magic that you can find is not accessible to so many people in other places outside of Disney World. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But it's in really, Disney, it is. It is it's, magical. It, it is. So one you of think the of things, everything. I, well, and one of the things that is a challenge for a lot of people too. We were talking about this before the show. Is um, 
is food issues as well. So I kind of was joking um, with my sister the other day talking about having you on as a guest that um, now I don't, it, after talking with you, so my mom is gluten-free and you are gluten-free. And one of the excuses I use for not taking my mom with me and my kids to Disney World is that she would just have a terrible time because there'd be nothing she could eat. <laughs> so, well, that is simply <laughs> untrue. I know it. Uh-oh. <laughs> now your secret is out. Say, I don't think that's the reason, Juliana. No, that is not really the reason, if you know me. But but it was a good excuse to give to her, perhaps. Nah, she doesn't want to come. I'm just joking. But yeah, so tell me because... It is a challenge for a lot of people. I I would say it was a challenge initially. It was more the fear of, well, will they have what I can eat? Is it gonna is it going to be easy to order something that I'm going to love? Um, will I frankly be a pain in the butt? You know, because when you go to restaurants, they make you feel sometimes like you're an inconvenience, right? Mm. So I have never encountered that at Disney. And I, I'm, I, as I said to you earlier, I'm not just gluten-free, I'm dairy-free as well. Mm -hmm. So it, is it a complication? Can I sit down? And it is, it's something that I have to take into account every time I'm ordering off the menu. But what's beautiful about Disney is every single location has a dedicated menu, which will tell me which items are safe right off the bat. And most of the time, if there's nothing that I find appealing that I can eat, they will special order it for me. Which That's is so lovely. cool. Yeah. And we talk, I mean, we, we, if you've listened to us before, you know that one of our favorite topics of conversation is food. And that's because Disney is such a unique theme park experience where food is kind of like the fifth theme park. <laughs> um, and people go there specifically to eat at some of these restaurants that have made headlines. And so it's kind of not that shocking that Disney would be so good at modifying their menus. I mean, even their, their festivals now, you go to the festivals and there are vegan options and gluten-free options and dairy-free options and all the things. Um, so tell us about some of your favorite things to eat on a regular basis. And then let's talk about festivals. Well, I, okay. I was going to say, I, there is a couple of things I want to address about the festivals, yes. but so the most extraordinary meal that I've ever had on Disney property. And I will tell you, it, it's an obvious choice is this past year. I went, I had the, the privilege of going to Victorian Alberts mm. at which I was terrified of visiting because it's a set menu mm. that is customized by a chef that, you know, they, they speak to you ahead of time via telephone and just make sure of what it is that you, you can and can eat. I also don't eat pork or shellfish. So that's a whole other complication, but I could not believe this menu when I sat down. They really took the time to figure out what kind of foods not only can I eat, but I would want to eat. Right. Mm. So that's one. That's a. I mean, in fairness, though, yeah. <laughs> what is it ahead at Victoria and Albert's? I don't I asked my husband. I don't know. They should be like. <laughs> it, was, it, it was our anniversary. OK, so I mean, God, God bless. Right. But for the price. Right. That is an expectation. <laughs> Cor correct. But I guess what I'm trying to say is 
it doesn't matter what your price point is. They right. will work with you. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It, what strikes me about your story, though, is that you were terrified to go. I was. That I was. is so sad. You know what, though? I get it. You're dealing, especially Victoria and Alberts, you're dealing with this, like, you know, essentially a Michelin star chef. And you're right. like, well, I can't eat this. I can't eat this. And I can't eat this. Right. And, you know, you never know how a chef's going to react. Right. You never know if they're going to be like, oh, well, apparently I'm serving you nothing today. So you right. just don't know what they're, how they're going to react. So I totally understand being a bit scared and having to talk to them. Um, yeah, I just, awesome right. Like, that, you it's know, it's just never been something I've ever had to think about. And so, yeah. you know, it's eye opening to be like, oh my God, she was afraid to go eat at this amazing restaurant. <laughs> That's terrible. But to know that they took care of you as, like yes. I said, as they should for the fortune they charge. It's- I want to go. Was this a big anniversary? <laughs> I've got twenty five coming up. It it was thirteen years. Oh. Yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. I but it. but I will say that I, I, we <laughs> I I made a reel about it. But on the we took a minivan over to we were staying on property at Wilderness Lodge and we took a minivan over to our um to Victoria and Alberts and on the way there my well right before my husband like reproposed to me which Aww. was like a whole thing. And then our mini van driver uh, renewed our vows on the way over. <laughs> how cute is that? He said, well, you know, I'm ordained. Okay, no way. Let's For real? I said, I don't was... even care that, you know, it's not a Jewish wedding or whatever. Let's That's go. hysterical. Yeah. That's so. such a great story. Yeah. The yeah. Disney difference. It is the Disney difference for sure. So but, what okay, did you so eat at Victoria and Albert's? I don't, Do you I remember? remember? I don't okay, remember. but it was fantastic. I, the, I had, a, I believe, a Wagyu steak that was out of this world. So Mind blown. Yeah, right, mind blown. But um, favorite uh, regular dish, let's say, <laughs> <laughs> on Disney property is, well, I, I like going to Three Bridges. That's one of my favorite spots to go to. I recently, well... I guess it's not so recent at this point, but springtime surprise mm-hmm. um, run weekend uh, in a- I think it was April this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, I stayed at Coronado and every single day I ended up with that fake cheese dip or whatever. I forget what it's actually <laughs> called, but <laughs> the chips and dip. And it, it is the best thing I've ever had on property. I love it. <laughs> I don't think I've tried that, but I do love Three Bridges. We did Sangria University there. It was fabulous. So fun. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Winning. So. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. I think we need to talk about festivals because you said something there that leads me to believe that. Well, I just want to say that, you know, Disney and first of all, this festival, Food and Wine, was the first time that they put all the markings for the foods um, on the app itself. So mm-hmm. you can see all the gluten uh, sensitive options or whatever. Because I don't think they say gluten free, they say gluten sensitive. So um, that's nice. They never offered that before, but some of them are wrong. So what I'm going to say is always double check at the booths, which I do anyway. But I've been hearing some people um, saying that 
items were marked incorrectly, which is always a big concern. Um, I will say that eating at the booths um, at the festivals at Epcot is um, one of the more frustrating food experiences for somebody with food allergies or sensitivities, but uh, each of the booths do have a, um, a book, uh, a binder in the back that you can ask to look at, which will break down each of the menu items. And you can always ask to speak to a chef. In fact, if you tell them that you have a sensitivity or allergy, they won't sell it to you unless they speak to a chef first. So, and a lot of the foods can be modified. One of my favorite booths to visit during any of the festivals at Epcot is the Mexico one, because more often than not, Mexico will have an option that can be made gluten and dairy free. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. Yeah, it is. It is interesting because those booths for festivals are not um, permanent structures and permanent it's not like the guy that you get behind the booth is, has been there for 20 years and knows exactly what's right. in everything. The menus change for every festival. Right. It's a lot to remember. They're not staffed with restaurant employees. They're staffed with It It is good to know about the binder. I know that my, so my husband is diabetic. So we have the whole, like he needs to watch his carbs and all that stuff. And he's always asking at the booths, um, especially about the cocktails because he can't drink the sweeter cocktails. And a lot of times they give him wrong information and I wind up having to drink it because they didn't tell us about the simple syrup that was in it or, or whatever. And so that's not as big a deal as an allergy. He'll just have really high sugar for the day, but he usually he'll take one sip and be like, mm, nope, nope, this one's yours. <laughs> which is great to visit. But that's interesting. Again, like Juliana was saying, it's not something that, you know, if you don't have food allergies or, or anything like that, it's not something I ever have to think about. Now that my husband is watching, I do have to think about it when I go with him. So it's interesting. What other tips do you have for traveling to the, the theme parks or traveling in general and being able to make sure that you're not afraid to go out and eat at that restaurant that you heard such great things about? I would just say, don't be afraid to ask to speak to the chef directly ever because they, the they will come out and speak with you and they'll write down all of your concerns and make sure that they're serving. They, they don't want you to leave there with a bad experience. So they're, they're going to make sure that you have something that you can eat that's edible. So even in these food booths at all the festivals, you can ask to speak to a chef. Yes, they will. So, I've had it happen both ways where either they'll call a chef and I can speak to the chef via telephone, mm -hmm. or um, if I'm uncomfortable after speaking to them on the telephone, they will send somebody in person to that booth to speak with you. You might have to wait a little while, but mm -hmm. depending on what the food item is, it might be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be terrible if it wasn't? Has that ever happened where you waited to talk to someone and you're like, really for this? this oh yeah. Good. Yeah. Because sometimes you modify the foods, you know, beyond recognition and you're trying it and it wasn't meant to be eaten that way. I would imagine that like modifying things in the restaurant, you've got a better chance at success than at yes. a food booth, right? You probably yes. just sort of learn. Well, it's like we were talking earlier, our listener, I didn't hear because it was before we were recording, is that when you have some of these um, restrictions, you sort of, you don't look for replacements to what you 
loved before. Like you're not going to get a delicious gluten-free rye bread, but you just look for an alternative. You just eat something different and you sort of modify the whole way that you eat. Um, so I would guess that Spice Road Table would have some pretty good gluten-free options usually, or no? That would just be a guess based on the Mediterranean thing, but... So I have eaten there several times before, and it's always been okay. I will say that the Morocco booth for the festivals is better than Spice Road Table. I do love the Morocco booth. Yeah. Always. So I I don't know. I feel like these restaurants, just like anybody sitting down in a restaurant, it could be hit or miss. It's the Mm -hmm. same with allergies. Mm -hmm. You know, if the restaurant is mediocre, the gluten-free food is going to be mediocre too. Do you have a favorite go-to in Epcot, festival or not? I usually end up at Regal Eagle just because it's it's a little bit odd because I, I normally get the, um, what is that? Oh, I forgot the sandwich name now. I don't have it in front of me. It doesn't matter. It's delicious. You can just it's call it that delicious sandwich. That delicious sandwich. No, I, I, get, a, I get a sandwich there uh, and the bread is, you know. Wait, I'm confused. They have gluten-free bread for you? They do, but it's like, you know, the... It's it's not Texas Toast. I know that. It's, yeah, no, it's it's nothing to write home about. But, you know, the actual sandwich is so good that it doesn't even matter. So, okay. Right. Honestly, I feel that way about their actual bread. And I don't really love it. It's too it's too much for me personally. But I, well, I never finish sandwich. what they serve me, but it's good food. So we all usually split like a half chicken and sides. And I have another friend who's like, I don't understand. You're at Epcot. There's all this international food and you're going to go to America to eat. I'm like, but it's really good. I'm like, I'll do you one worse. I live in North Carolina and I am eating barbecue in Florida. (laughs) So everybody who follows me knows that I, I live in the rotunda in the American pavilion. So, you know, if I'm just going outside to have a barbecue sandwich, it's, it's easy. Head back in, see a little Voices of Liberty. Love it. It's a perfect day. It is a good day. (laughs) And then if you want to catch a show, it's just right outside. If, say, the Goo Goo Dolls are playing. I think that's the last time I was at Flower and Garden. It was the Goo Goo Dolls playing at the, you know. Listen, they're New Yorkers, I think, so we're good. (laughs) Are they? (laughs) Upstate. Uh, You know more songs than you think you do, honestly. Like, every single one of them. It's really funny. All right. Um, So... Let's keep let's keep talking about festivals because we are in the middle in the middle in the beginning of food and wine, which is like the longest festival on the face of the earth. <laughs> I wish we were in the middle of it already. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a runner. Are you running food and wine this year? Uh, I am signed up. I'm currently dealing with a foot injury. Oh, you I'm, said that. I'm going to a doctor today. Hopefully, it'll get sorted out. But I am. I'm. As of last week, I was training for it. Yes. For the half? For the half. Ten and the half. Oh, you. Oh. Oh. Well, I'll be there for the half. I'm not, so maybe we can run into each other, literally. Literally. Let's not do that. But, but, oh, wow, you're going to do the 10K and the half. Oh, God bless, girl. Okay. Challenge. It's all about life's challenges, right? (laughs) I guess, but you were not a runner always, right? No, I started, last year was my first season. Last year, and you're already doing a 10K and a half in one weekend. Well, I did, I did it in January also for Marathon, uh, marathon Weekend. 
So that was did the first the time I did it. No, no, I did the 10K and the half. I don't think I could do them in a row like that. I don't know. No. Well, you, you don't walk, you don't run the whole 10K. Uh, don't tell anybody that. No, I see. I, just, I did. The I, I ran half of it, and I couldn't. I saw the people running the half after the 10K last year for food and wine, and I like my legs were wobbly the next day. I'm like, there's no. Mm -mm, it's not. It's not happening. Oh no, I could do that oh. if I walked half of it. Right, that's what people do. You just have to be in front of the balloon. Not everybody, ladies, but that's what I, I do. Beat the balloon. Oh, ladies. I definitely saw the balloon ladies on my half. I definitely. <laughs> oh, you did on your half. Yes. See, that's the thing. I don't want to sacrifice my half. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. I'm so sorry. It no, always... but I do want to see a TikTok coming from you with the balloon ladies like following you, like to scary music in the background. Like, can you do, do me a favor? Do do not wish that upon me no. ever again. No, I it would be purposeful. It would be on purpose, of course. Like you can beat those balloon ladies on any day. Yeah. Balloon ladies are scary. That was my biggest fear running. Right? It wasn't I a saw them, video. I saw them in the corral before I started. I think it was one of the races during springtime surprise. And I definitely filmed them. And I said, hope to never see you again. Goodbye. <laughs> Do you run every single one? Uh, For springtime surprise, I did the challenge. So I did all of them. No, but I mean, like, do you... I, I, I'm signed up for every, I mean, tomorrow I'll be signing up hopefully for, for springtime for next year. Oh, really? Tomorrow sign ups for springtime for next year? It is. <laughs> I, didn't mean, I, didn't mean to date, I didn't mean to date your podcast, but yes. Oh, that's okay. Oh, that's, that's all right. It's surprise good. everybody. We record early. Um, but now I'm, my brain is again do i want to do no, you're making me feel that. inadequate Alana. well I, I asked my husband i said i have this foot injury i don't know what to do should i sign up for it or not should i give myself a break not do all of them next year and he said well i'm hoping you'll be better by then thank you honey i'll be signing up for springtime surprise oh, sweetheart. Yeah. oh my god you're insane well I, I i my goal this my first season the goal was survive my this season <laughs> is to do all of the half marathons that they offer and as many of the challenges as I can. My ultimate goal next season is to run the full. I want to run a one full before I turn 45. That's the goal. Oh, see, I have absolutely no desire to run a full ever in my life. And if I get two more marathons half in before I turn 50, it will be a lot because I'm running out of time. Oh. 45 was, was a you minute ago. You can do it. <laughs> 45 was a minute ago. So I'm running out of time. <laughs> back to food and wine. Tick tock, tick tock. Um, uh, I want to know. So I'm assuming you've been there several times since food and wine, although it just sounds like it's not your favorite festival. So I hate food and wine. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, let's be real. Is it because the booths aren't easy to navigate with your restrictions or? It's because it's not Festival of the Arts. Oh, I love Festival of the Arts. Come My on. favorite, though, is Flower and Garden. Okay. Well, Flower and Garden, the first, like, few weeks is fine. And then everything turns brown and I'm not Agreed. into it anymore. <laughs> I also like it before Easter because whether you're a Christian or not, that egg hunt is adorable. It is. It is. My daughter, my daughter is obsessed with bunnies, so she she loves it. A festival of the arts is like two seconds long. 
I know it should absolutely be longer. It's a good one. I got to experience it for the first time this year because it's so short. You got to like catch it. Don't blink. Yes. Yeah. So I can do without food and wine. You can do without food and wine. What's your favorite thing about farts? (laughs) Festival yard. My favorite, everything. I just, I love watching the artists work in real Mm -hmm. time. So cool. I think that's my favorite. Plus when I go with my children, my son is very inquisitive. He has a lot of questions. And when he sees the artists, he loves engaging with them. And the fact that you can just walk right up to somebody and I just said that like such a New Yorker, the fact that you (laughs) could just walk up to somebody and start discussing their livelihood as an artist is so cool. It's crazy. I met a couple of years. It was right before COVID, the Festival of the Arts before COVID. And I met, I don't remember what the artist's name is, but he does Donald Duck. Okay. And my son was a, hu- was a huge fan. And now he's actually in art school. And Your I son think- is in art school? Yes. See, and that's I, amazing. I FaceTimed with my son because I was by myself in, in Epcot. And I, I FaceTimed my son at home in New York. Yeah. And they talked to each other. And while they were talking, he drew him a Donald Duck and signed it to Jack. He has it on his wall. And that's amazing. In art school. I've I've heard a lot of stories like this, and they're absolutely true. Like it's it's a very cool festival for that reason. It's a really cool festival. And you get to be an artist too, which is kind of cool because I do not, I don't know where my son gets this, but I do not have an artistic bone in my body, but I got to do the color by number thing. So I'm an artist. My favorite part is the frames that you get to get into and pretend you're like in a Van Gogh. Like, I love that. It's so cute. It's so fun. It's super fun. I love the chalk art too. That's really special. The chalk art's cool. It's all It's insane how people do that. I just don't understand it. I will say Festival of the Arts, it's so short. They have so much more going on where food and wine is literally just the food and the drinks. Yeah. Um, but I the wonder, food know, is more adventurous at Festival of the Arts, too, because they go more with the prettiness of mm-hmm. the um, versus, you know, we need just to do a petition to extend uh, Everybody's that going to agree. Well, Bob is listening. Us. Bob and Josh are listening right now. They always do. <laughs> they always Actually, do. Yes. This is Mrs. So Mrs. DeMero talking. I think, what else did we want to talk about with Alana while we had her? I just am fascinated by the whole fact that somebody wants to do TikTok. <laughs> it's I think so I intimidating. Was spending, I was spending all this time scrolling. Might as well jump in on the conversation, right? That's true. And I appreciate that because I'm a scroller and I like to just watch everybody. That sounds so stocky. It does. I'm not, an, I'm not creepy, I promise. But I do like... Oh, that's exactly what she said to Josh when she met him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not creepy. I promise. I promise I'm not creepy. I absolutely filmed Bob from afar. So that is very creepy as well. Creepy is screaming the man's name as he's trying to walk into Club 33 and then hugging him while you take a picture saying, I'm not creepy, I swear. I didn't (laughs) hug him. I was too scared to hug him. You were. You were like, funny. Anyway, (laughs) I think it's probably time to wrap up. We think it's about time to wrap up. We like to do a It's a really easy game. Don't be worried. We're going to do this or that. She said we want to, you were cutting out a little Am bit. Am I cutting know. out? Well, yeah. just in that one second. I don't know if it'll oh, be I'm on sorry. the recording. Well, 35, just, 27. Oh, so 
Then just start again, John. Sorry, Alana, we're going to play a game. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> it's a really easy game. Don't be nervous that you didn't study. We're going to just do a <laughs> quick little Disney edition of this or that. I never studied for any exam, so let's go. Perfect. And look <laughs> so at you, you are now. The, you are the fourth mask mom. There are no <laughs> wrong answers, so just... Yes. Um, so this is going to be funny because I have a feeling from watching you, you don't do a lot of thrill ride rides. No? Oh, then you haven't been watching. Go on. Oh, shikakadu. <laughs> Tron or Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians. All right. That's the right answer. Oh, that no, it's the not. right answer. No. Lori. I know. Lori doesn't know what she's talking about because yeah, here, true. here's another question. Splash Mountain or Tiana? Oh, that's too controversial. I'm not answering that one. Next. <laughs> All right. All right. Fine. Lori will answer it for you. No, I will um, answer it. I, I think we already did this one. Festival of the Arts or Food and Wine. Yeah. Yes. Clearly farts. Um, mission Space or Spaceship Earth? Oh, God. Spaceship Earth. Please. Yeah, right? 100%. Oh, see? You're the fourth mouse. Come on. <laughs> um this History one is very this is very timely figment or vanellope von schweetz you know oh, she's, figment. Figment. she's axe she's, she's gone right vanellope, vanellope got the axe yeah because they're she's, making room for figment she's annoying next <laughs> she is annoying i agree and isn't she the first jewish princess i please i don't know is it like i don't i don't, I don't know. know i've actually never seen wreck it ralph <gasps> I know. What? I know. I know. You're not supposed to say that on the air. No. <laughs> Why? Does that make a difference? It does. No. It, do it, it makes a difference to me. It does. I never promised to see all the Disney movies when I got into this gig. <laughs> it's I'm not sorry. An, I think we signed something. I think we did. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, this is a hard one. I don't know about this next one. Disney girls trip or husband wife trip? Girls trip. Yeah, I the mean, pop, the pop. I mean, okay, here's the thing, right? So I I live here, so I have girls trips every day. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm on, I, I'm with you here. Like I don't live there, but we go the three of us together more than I go with my family. And I've never gone with just my husband. Oh, I am just having a wide. No, never. I think this is happening. Oh, I think you need yeah. to book that. Yeah. I, I think the thing is like, it would have to be something he did for me because he would be like, really? We're going to Disney. You know <laughs> I what I mean? We need to talk to you. You do it with the race weekend. Like we did it with the race weekend last food and wine. But oh, you know the story about this. Should I, can I talk about this real quick on the air? Um. I, my husband and I neglected to consult the Notre Dame football schedule when we signed up for the, for the wine and dine half marathon. And it is on the day after Notre Dame plays Clemson here in Greenville, South Carolina, which is two hours away from where we live. So I am running the wine and dine half marathon by myself. By myself. And I did just lie. We So now that you mention it, we did do grown ups the last race weekend for princess a year ago. You're right. But we also had like his parents and a bunch of friends with us. So it wasn't just us. I've never yeah. done that. Anyway, right. we just, we just did it for our anniversary in May. Was it nice? It was, it was wonderful. And that, is that when you, went, I mean, it, that, 
Wilderness Lodge. It's beautiful there. Tell yeah. me you stayed in a cabin and we won't be friends anymore. No, we okay, did not stay in a cabin. Because then I'd be jealous. But that's when you did Victorian Alberts, right? Yes. Nice. No, See, I like sweet. it. I hope yeah. he's listening. Andy, are you listening? <laughs> I want a cabin. I want one of those cabins at Wilderness Lodge. He want he wants a cabin either there or one of the tree houses for his upcoming birthday. And I like said, the Saratoga Springs tree yeah. houses. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Did you know? Fun fact: Someone told me they started as employee housing at Disney. The tree houses. Then, yes, in Saratoga Springs. That's why they're set back there. I don't know if it's true or not. Someone is going to have oh, to look so that up. Oh, that's so interesting. I did Someone's not know that. Look that up. It might not be true. You know the. And by someone we mean Lori because she's the encyclopedia and sure. the map. Sure. I'm a researcher. All okay. right. Moving on. Happily right. Ever After or Fantasmic. You said you missed Enchantment. That's such a tough one. Oh, maybe it is a hard test that you had to study for. <laughs> <laughs> I love Happily Ever After, but I've seen it so many times. And I just feel like Fantasmic, I haven't seen as, um, as much, but... I really like what they did, the changes to it. Uh -huh. It's good. I also like that I get to put my hiney in a seat and I don't have to like. And you I, don't I, have to really fight for a good seat there. No, it's yeah. all good. I appreciate that. I like the seats. I like the sitting down. Everyone can see everything. Where you may think you have a good seat for the fireworks, and then you get Gigantor that just steps right in front of you, and you're done. This, is, never this is my this is my biggest problem because I'm I'm people are actually shocked to find out how short I am just from my my profile, but I'm only five one and a half or whatever, and yeah, and it always happens to me. But I'll, I'll tell you right now, I don't care if I have to wait two hours like or more right by a railing. I'm going to do that if I want to see it properly. Yeah. Really? Mm. Wow. And I only do that once or twice a year. It's not that big a deal. Okay. How about Epcot forever for now? No. For now. No. For now. <laughs> Bring back Harmonious. Right? There that was, was the best show. Yeah, there, there was, was nothing, nothing wrong with it. It was so good. We, we loved, loved Harmonious. It. We yeah. did love Harmonious. I know. It was, the, it was my fave. I, I actually understand. skipped the last happily ever after to go see the first night of Harmonious. The problem is the it Bargemonious. Like that's the problem. I was gonna say that's it was I, worth it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just wish they could have put those barges away like every yeah. day. I know. I thought it was worth Barge. it. I loved the show. Um, it's a tough one. It's a tough. And you one. know what? And they added insult to injury. They had it on Disney Plus, and then they took it away. <laughs> That is rude. That is well. You can still find it on YouTube. So, Bob, Josh, if you're listening, oh, put it back on Disney Plus. Put it back they on. Listen. No, no, don't put it back on Disney Plus. Bring it back to Epcot. Well, they're That's not fine. doing that. They already got rid of. They already dismantled all they the barges. Dismantled exploded the barges. I'll tell you what, though this this new show better be good. It better be good. We've tired of Epcot for now again. I was going to say, I just hope in a year from now, after the show, the new show premieres, that they're like, hey, we're bringing back Epcot forever again. I'm like, just stop. I mean, seriously, Epcot, Epcot forever, forever for now again. 
<laughs> forever for now. Anyway, we've totally derailed, Lori. What's our mouse tip? We have. All right, mouse tip. Gluten-free does not mean boring or flavor-free, especially in Disney. So check out and follow Lana on Instagram and TikTok for your Disney fix and catch her live in the parks. Thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. Yes, wow. thank so you. Nice loved having you there you have it mouska friends alana fofana is now an honorary mouska mom be sure to give her a shout out on all her social media platforms and ours speaking of which just a quick reminder to check out our facebook group mouska moms podcast to dive deeper into this and all things disney and disney planning be sure to follow our show so you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode and please consider us bleh, consider writing us a review as well like i don't say it every week we really appreciate it and finally thank you so much ilana for joining our crazy little family today let's do it again thank you sounds wonderful now it's time to say goodbye to all our company, can I see, see you real soon? Why? Why? Because we like you. And